This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We've got some signs up in the gardener at Pearson and so on and so forth. Dave Sparrow has joined us in the studio. President of Actor National, that's a union representing performers across Canada, to tell us exactly what he's anticipating, best case scenario, during this run of TIFF here in our midst with all the Hollywood mucky mucks. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, uh, John. This is this is a very exciting time for the film industry every year. Here, TIFF comes to Toronto and brings the world. It's truly an international film festival, and it it's probably, uh, quite frankly, one of the top five film festivals in the world, if not perhaps uh, number two next to Cannes. Uh, just so many people, uh, so many film industry professionals coming here, and what a great opportunity to showcase what Toronto has to offer, what Ontario has to offer, and what Canada has to offer in terms of locations and crews and directors and, and actors and all the great people that make the film industry work. And so we're really firing on all cylinders, and TIFF is the time to celebrate it. And a 33% discounted dollar. Don't forget that. That's a big enticement. Absolutely. Absolutely. They uh, they are really enjoying themselves uh, in all the bars and restaurants and other places. Uh, it's a big boom for the city. All right. When it comes to uh, trying to sell local talent and whatever, I mean, how tough of a slog is that? I mean, does Hollywood just come here as a staging area? It's kind of out of... It's out of their country. It's a, you know, a progressive. They're, it's a home game, I keep calling it. Uh, so they feel at home here and what have you. Everything, all the amenities are uh, availed to them. Uh, but do they really seriously consider uh, the Canadian industry as maybe uh, potential co-partners? You know, I think... First off, they do, as we're really second to none in the in the world now. Uh, we have been working at building the Canadian industry on all fronts, uh, in front of, behind, and after the camera. That's post-production type work here in Canada for the last 25 years or more. And uh, we've become world-renowned. And we're winning awards. We're winning Academy Awards for movies like The Shape of Water. We're winning Emmy Awards for things like Schitt's Creek and other, and other shows. And I will say that I think the campaign that's been put up by the Directors Guild of Canada is a smart one. Uh, it's it's basically demonstrating that even for those uh, few roles in, in film production that can put bums in the seats, like the role of director or like the editor uh, role or the star role, is that there are Canadians who can fill those positions and who have had success on the world stage. And so they're just drawing the eye of people visiting TIFF to that and saying, hey, if you're coming to Canada, why not consider going all Canadian? All right. Now, is it because we've got uh, a certain quality of expertise or professionalism? I mean, I guess a lot of Canadians have also uh, beat it down to Hollywood because that's the mecca of the industry and they've set up camp there. Uh, Is our domestic industry adequate for their needs here uh, whenever they're doing shoots in and around the Toronto area, let's say? Well, we certainly uh, are, are expanding. So about a million new square feet of studio space is coming online in the next couple of years in the province of Ontario alone. Uh, there was a time uh, just back in the 90s, even I, I went and uh, lived in Los Angeles for three years, is that you felt like you had to go to America in order to prove your bones in order to uh, potentially come back. Now what we find is that there are um, celebrity-type actors who are uh, either moving to Toronto in order to have their careers or in 
fact, who are saying, you know what, I can do it right here. And the same thing with directors. I mean, you've got Guillermo del Toro, who uh, came to uh, Canada and to Toronto and ended up buying a house here, and he's sending his kids to school here and his family's living here because he's so attracted to the Canadian lifestyle and culture. And he's still continuing, of course, his international career, but he's also shooting films in in the Toronto area, and he's even uh, um, uh, helping to sponsor a studio out in Hamilton. So there's some great things going on. Yeah, I think he gave a shout-out at the Academy Awards to uh, the studio and the people that yeah. uh, were a part of, yeah. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, because of the big fish picture, yeah, Shape of Water. Exactly. And so uh, this billboard campaign, Hey Hollywood, make more with Toronto.com. Uh, the people who are actually the money, and this is what I, I've learned a long time ago, even in television. First, you got to get the money. Absolutely. Financing is everything, <laughs> isn't it? Otherwise, no project gets off the ground. As great the idea may be, you got to mm-hmm. get the money to finance it. I mean, the finance, uh, the financial component. They come to town. The deals do deals get made here at TIFF. Oh. No, no question whatsoever is you, you are able to put together conversations with people from around the world. And so a lot of films now, because they're very expensive, are actually international cooperatives. And so you might have Ireland teaming up with, with Canada, teaming up with a studio from the U.S., putting together a film in order to get all the financing that's, that's necessary. You take a film like Suicide Squad, which shot in Toronto. Um, it invested $85 million directly into the Toronto economy while it's here. But you're talking about a, an action picture that was in the hundreds of millions of dollars to make. Those kind of films require funding from many different sources. And I think that what makes Canada um, so compelling a place to come to now is that we do have a low Canadian dollar right now, so they're saving 25% there. We have uh, wonderful um, incentives and and, um, supports uh, from our government for hiring Ontario workers and uh, people who pay their taxes here in Ontario. And, And as well, we have that real depth of crew and talent in front of and behind the camera that people can rely on. And so now an American production can come here perhaps with three or four star names. They're going to put bums in seats, and the rest of it can be done right here uh, using Canadian talent. All right. So it's a big schmooze fest as well. You were already doing some schmoozing earlier today, weren't you? Yeah, I had a, I am, uh, you know, I live in kind of rarefied air being uh, the representative actor because I get invited to these events, but I was at the Burke's Diamond Tribute uh, to uh, women in Canadian television. Uh, television and film. And so I got to hang out with Gene Yoon and Andrea Bang from Kim's Convenience, with Wendy Crusom from Frankie Drake, with Sarah Gadden from Alias Grace, and Naomi Sneakus from Mr. D. These are all great Canadian stars, really strong women, fantastic performers, and uh, just uh, had a had a great uh, time uh, sharing some stories with them and, and hearing about their experiences. And, and it's uh, great that Burks does this every year and, uh, and celebrates uh, women in film. Yeah, I'm jealous. Uh, I was offering to uh, walk the dog on Hudson and Rex, but uh, they turned me down for that. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to be going out to Newfoundland later uh, in uh, October uh, for the Actor Women of the Year Award, and I may be able to get a tour of the Hudson Rex set, so that's going to be Was exciting. that where he shot out in Newfoundland? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, yeah. wow. Uh, so there's... Now, is that because, you know, uh, there's regional... What do we call that? Uh, 
where the money pours into various regions through government so that they can sustain an industry in the disparate parts of this country. Is that how that works? It's it's not it's not mandated, but yes, different provinces have different tax regimes that make it uh, more uh, attractive to shoot your production in one province over another. And we've also seen, as you and I have discussed before, that when governments turn their back on the film industry, as they've done in Saskatchewan and in Nova Scotia, then a robust industry can dry up overnight. And, and that's really unfortunate when they kind of turn their back on culture. But Newfoundland, as you know, one of the great cultural hotspots of, of Canada and kind of uh, uh, just real salt of the earth uh, people there. And uh, they do a marvelous job of, of producing great entertainers. And they have so many uh, uh, great crew professionals available. So Hudson and Rex is doing great guns there. Yeah, you know, it seems to me like somebody just pilfered the littlest hobo idea and, <laughs> and brought it into the 21st century, and I went, that's so derivative. That dog is solving crimes. Come on, I've seen that before. Uh, however, uh, let it be a success. It's a Canadian story. So uh, what's the highlight for you uh, if it's a movie, if it's celebrities coming to town? Uh, I know that you've probably, uh, you know, hung out with slews of them being, again, the president of Actor National, but if you had to give us, you know, Dave Sparrow's must-sees or must-engagements here at TIFF, what would they be? Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Robbie Robinson's uh, and the band uh, film, which is opening uh, TIFF, uh, called uh, We're, we're, uh, we're Once Pro- or once we're brothers, right. and um, you know that's there's been so many great uh, musical movies made lately in terms of the Queen biopic and and Elton John and uh, Echo in the Valley, etc. And so I'm. But this is a documentary, this. right? This is a documentary similar to Echo in the Valley, which was also a, a documentary about the birds and and such. So I saw Robbie uh, Robertson on TV yesterday being interviewed, and uh, just quickly I looked up and I went, "Oh, there's Jerry Diaz." <laughs> Really, they must have been separated at birth. I, I think so, although I think Robbie probably has a better singing voice. Yeah. So, uh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> although, let's be honest about it, uh, Jerry does hit some high notes on occasion. Absolutely. All right, absolutely. so you got that one. That's a must-see. Uh, and, of course, you know, that's a... Huge. I think this is a great opportunity for stargazing. Is you know, get down to if you if you love the love the stars, get down, watch those red carpets down on uh, on Queen Street, King Street, and uh, uh, around uh, Tiff Bell Lightbox. You're going to see a lot a lot of uh, folks down there. I know you were talking about this uh, restaurant that's inviting Tom Hanks to drop by for a coffee. I think that that's fabulous. It kind of reminds me of back with the Raptors and and people uh, trying to get. Um, uh, Kawhi Leonard to d- drop by and get his hair cut or right. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's um, it, it's a, a really a time when you just see celebrities sitting at the uh, at a sidewalk cafe and they're just right there and and you get to kind of uh, tell those stories to your friends and family. It's uh, one of the great things about living in Toronto. Well, there you go. I think yeah, Hollywood tends to see us uh, as being somewhat disarming, charming, quaint, and uh, all those other attributes mm-hmm. that they embrace. So uh, we'll find out over the next uh, dozen days or so. Dave, it's always a pleasure to have you come in. My, and, my uh, pleasure. Really wish the best for uh, your members and the initiative to try to get Hollywood to uh, notice and you know do a lot of co-pro stuff. President of Actor National, the union representing performers across Canada, and friend of the Oakley Show, the one, the only Dave Sparrow. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.